hello, welcome, TA for Growth. I'm your host, Savannah Zipak, and this is a podcast where we have really deep conversations. So get comfortable, take a deep breath, check in with yourself, and let's get started. blip this episode is dedicated to my best friend scott p holler hello everybody how are you i am i'm doing good this i'm recording this on thursday it is november 5th uh you probably won't hear it until saturday or if you listen to it after that then i don't know what to tell you uh, <laughs> Did I not sound like I'm from New Jersey in that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I was experiencing some waves. Actually, not waves. Literal breakdown at the beginning of this week. But it's okay. Because, you know, we need those points where we hit the low lows to teach something about ourselves and what needs to change. And when you hit them, you know, it can only go up from there, right? And it's not that it's like low, low, like my whole life or anything. Um, I don't know what the word is for it, but it, it was just a low, low of I can't live like this anymore. Um, I can't keep doing this. And yeah, so... I put in my three weeks notice of my job (laughs) and I can't believe I'm sharing that but I am I it was something that I am kind of scared to share but I think it's important because I know that people relate to what I talk about and people will message me and most of the time it's it's barely ever about the a topic of the podcast it's always some specific detail or whatever i have given about my past experience or something i've been through like someone would be like oh my god like you explained you know this moment where it was just like this for you or felt just like this and like i've experienced that too or um you know all kinds of things you guys really do listen like i don't have many listeners and i'm okay with that because the ones i do have are active listeners and they're ones that get something out of my podcast each time and that's the goal of this right I mean not to say I don't want people to like have fun I want you to have fun when you listen to this but you know the whole way that I wanted to design and shape how I do it is so that you can learn right like each episode is so that you can learn so the fact that you're all engaging it's it's no different than a professor teaching their students and not to say I am better than all of you but I mean that's what I'm here to what I'm here to do is teach right that's what I'm here to do and no one's a better teacher for my experiences than me so it scares me to share that I put in my three weeks but I know it's necessary to share this because I just I felt a calling to do it and I trust my intuition you know so I had that point of just you know I I, I kind of can't do this anymore I can't live like this all I have is work. I literally wake up, I go to, or I work, I go to lab, I come back home to me in my apartment, 
but not even my apartment. I have roommates, so it's my room. And that's no way to live. It's it's no way to live. And um, I was hanging in there. I was hanging in there, trying my best, trying my hardest, really trying to stick it out and honor what I came here to do to Connecticut, um, which is this internship. But, you know, the second wave of the pandemic is here and lockdown is coming and I knew things aren't going to be changing anytime soon. So it's time for me to go home. So with that, I am doing much better. I made that decision. I talked to my boss and mentor and I, last night I slept better than I have slept. I, I don't even remember the last time I had a night like that where I slept like nine hours all the way through. I woke up feeling refreshed too. I didn't even feel groggy. I was just like, it was just it's so crazy. I feel so in sync with the earth and myself. So I think that's a great segue into what I'm going to talk about today, right? Because it's not just my issues. <laughs> um, as fascinating and entertaining as they might be sometimes. Um, we are preparing for a second lockdown, right? And with that comes some big realizations. So I had my big realization of, hey, things aren't changing. I need to go back home. I need to be where I'm loved and supported. And it's scary to think about being in quarantine again now that the days are shorter and all of these things but I actually feel really calm about it I don't feel that scary about it I know everybody else is but the only reason I'm not is because I realize a couple things and that's what I want to share with you but the main thing is we are more prepared this time we literally went through this before right so it's a perfect time to check in and evaluate things so that's what we're going to talk about today um and i really really hope you enjoy it i'm going to give you guys some tips for preparing for the second lockdown and then we're going to get into a really fun conversation um about comparative suffering shame empathy um self-compassion things like that it's gonna be fun it's gonna be great so let's do it all right so let's get into it preparing for the second lockdown i got a couple things for you guys um i think the first thing i just really want to put out there like i said remember that we are prepared this time really check in with yourself i mean what worked and helped you during the last lockdown what did not and what can you change this time we are prepared i mean and we should all feel a little hopeful in certain ways i mean because we're prepared stores are already preparing i really don't see stores going out of stock with certain items and things like that again as much um i think shipping and all that kind of stuff will still be delayed but for the most part i mean i can't give you any guarantees right right i'm not the creator of the universe but i will say we're more prepared are we not i mean it's pretty straightforward i can't really say much more than that so use this time to check in with yourself about what helped you last time and what could help what you could change this time what didn't help you um the biggest thing you can do right now is use this opportunity to shift your perspective if it is self-limiting and it's not going to serve you so a lot of you are probably starting to get back into a scarcity mindset 
(laughs) and a little bit away from the abundance mindset, right? And how can you not? Because it feels like things are being taken away again. Um, But use this time, you know, instead of a scarcity mindset, you can adopt an abundance mindset with this lockdown by using this time to really invest in yourself. You know, be like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining time again to invest in myself. Sucks that I can't go certain places and stuff, but like, I mean, you're getting more time for yourself unless you're a first responder. So that it doesn't, I'm not going to generalize, it doesn't apply to everybody. But for the most, the majority of the people listening, you should be getting a little bit more time for yourself because we're going to have to lock down, we're going to have to be home more, you won't be commuting as much, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so what I urge you to do is take advantage of the extra time and space and this can be no matter who you are, take advantage of the extra time and space. You can use this time to invest in your physical health and your fitness and I know you can roll your eyes and tell me I'm crazy, but honestly, it's, it's so true, right? Maybe you need to do more to serve your community this time around and help. Like, if you feel comfortable, you could volunteer with certain things. There are virtual ways to volunteer and there are physical ways to volunteer um, that are necessary during the pandemic. Um, And another way you could serve your community, if you're not comfortable with that, is vow to yourself and plan to start buying from local and small businesses. Like, vow to yourself that this time you are really going to try and support the businesses that are around you and that (laughs) support you um and where you live right if it wasn't for those small businesses i mean it'd be hard for a town to sustain itself so you know maybe you need more time for that and maybe you need to fit in more time for your spirituality or your self-help techniques that's what i did last lockdown last lockdown i was like okay i'm really gonna focus on meditating my spirituality like and i would I wouldn't say I actually sat down and said those things. That's probably a little bit misleading um, from the truth. Uh, It really was just when I had more time, I found myself gravitating towards that because it's something I never really made time for in the past. um, And I never really told myself I had time for. So, um, you know, there are a bunch of different ways that you can invest in yourself during this time. So yeah, certain things are being taken away, but you're also gaining a little bit more time and space for yourself um, in certain ways. Obviously, it's hard if you live with other people, which I will get into in a little bit, promise. But yeah, I mean, maybe you need to fit in more time for your spirituality or and or your self-help techniques. So if you don't have a therapist, I urge you and, you know, the last lockdown was hard on you mentally. I urge you to use this time to try and invest in one. It really is an investment, right? Um, And if you can't afford it, you know, really stock up on resources, self-help books, things like that. Reach out to your friends who do have therapists. See what resources they might have to offer, things like that. Um, There's a lot of self-help and therapy you can do on your own. I mean, Instagram, (laughs) Uh, my community, the dot sacred space. Um, I try to spew out a wealth of resources and information for cognitive behavioral therapy that you can do on your own. Um, just a lot of self help and self work, and really shifting your perspective on things, and working on anxiety, depression, all kinds of mental illness. So you know you can join me there, the dot sacred space, and I 
offer so many resources and if even if you don't want to join me instagram is like huge if you don't have instagram you know i i I urge you to make one for mental health or for your therapy or journaling or whatever like you can use this time to really invest in self-help whether or not you can afford therapy if the last lockdown was super hard on you but even if it's not i i really urge you all to do that um please please do that because this is a crazy time right now and you need to take care of yourself um but yeah make time for meditation or prayer or whatever else your spiritual rituals might be um you, you know if you are religious you could use this time to be um, reading the bible or just connect with other people who share your beliefs like the last lockdown i really started connecting with a lot more people um virtually um, and even some friends that i found you know kind of have a similar spirituality to me that i didn't really realize um i've connected with those kind of people a little bit more and it, it helps to build a sense of community during a time of isolation so yeah just remember we're more prepared this time you can shift your perspective from scarcity to abundance during this time in certain ways. But um, I think another thing that you guys can do, and this is going to sound so cliche and you're probably going to like get so stomp, stomp, slam, like mad at me for it, but it's, I'm going to say it, prioritize a morning and night routine, even if you're working from home. Um, it's okay to start small too and build up to it, but you got to have a list of these routines around at all times. This is what helps me. So I would normally, um, especially like I would do this a lot in undergrad. So before the semester started, um, and I like had my class schedule. So I knew like what kind of times I had to be up on what days and do certain things and, you know, making a morning and night routine based off of that or whatever. Um, So I would kind of go through my phone on the notes app and just make a a nice bulleted um, list on like what I wanted my routine to be in the morning and in the evening and of course my study schedule. Um, And that's the thing. It doesn't just have to be morning and night routine. Like if you have other things that you like to do, like if on your lunch you like to go on a walk or if, um, you know, if you have a book you're reading and you like to read a chapter when you're eating your lunch or something like that, like you can add other things in there. But I guess prioritize your routines, right? I shouldn't say morning and night. Prioritize your routines. But always having a list of them around at all times helps you, especially when you're just getting started um, or you're having a rough day. So you're feeling stuck. There would be days, you know, I would, like I said, um before my new job and before classes when I was still in undergrad I would always like before the semester started make a list of my morning and night routine items right that I that I wanted to do and the order I wanted to do them in and you know of course when my new job started and when uh, my classes started I would wake up and I would feel so overwhelmed like uh what do I do like I'm up cool but what do I do And it's right there on my phone. So I would break out my phone and I would look at the list and be like, okay, first thing, this is what we're doing. Next thing, this is what we're doing. And it just kind of helps you get going. And I think the thing is everyone, like people don't set themselves up for success when it comes to routine. Um, Routine is something I'm really good at just because I thrive off of it. I mean, I'm a fucking Virgo. Like that's number one. Um, So of course I thrive off of it. But number two, I'm just a very, very like analytical a logical person so it just makes sense for me to like do things in order right very orderly um but I know for a lot of people this can be hard and it's also hard during transitions so going into lockdown it is going to be hard because 
things are changing, right? So it it's it's new to you. But yeah, um, I just think setting yourself up for success, not just telling yourself, I'm going to start my morning routine tomorrow and I'm going to start my night routine tomorrow, but not giving yourself any tools to do that, literally, except you're like you, you say it in your mind and you might make the list in your mind, but like, no, like it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. I think people need to set themselves up for success by like, make yourself a list, have it in your, you can make it a post-it. You could put it on your whiteboard if you have a whiteboard, like wherever you need to put it so that you can physically see it and it's accessible to you. Do, Okay just do it just do it set yourself up for success please uh please prioritize your routines okay okay all right so next thing i'm going into lockdown like i was getting into before um i think if you lived with loved ones like a family member a partner a best friend whatever you gotta make a family gap plan and we don't have to call it family but i i am gonna call it family for this purpose or maybe household like make a household gap plan um (laughs) something neutral in case you don't love them um but anyways um if you you know are in lockdown with people that uh you can i guess be open and communicate about these things with like making a game plan with you feel comfortable enough to talk to them about it it is they are safe people for you hopefully they are then I really really urge you to make a plan and this isn't my idea this I got from listening to Brene Brown's podcast back when quarantine started last um last lockdown and it was like around April or something so basically her suggestions were you know a couple things and The first thing being, you know, communicate every day about where you are, where you all are on a scale of one to, uh, it could be one to 10 or one to a hundred percent, you know, having those check-ins with each other, um, you know, let's say, um, it could be like during everybody's lunch or something like that, just saying, or you can have a whiteboard where you put these up, like, where am I at today? And everyone's name is there and you write, okay, I'm at 50% today. And then, you know, let's say your sister or brother, I'm at 20% today. And uh, your your spouse is at uh, 90% today. And the, the idea of doing this is so that you all can talk to each other about, okay, um, so what can, what can we do? what can I do um, to get myself back to 100% if I'm not already at 100%? And if I am at 100%, what can I do to keep myself there? And this can open up a dialogue and a discussion and it's really, really good. And I think it's important because you can talk to each other about, okay, when I'm at 50%, I really don't think that I could talk about X, Y, and Z right now. I think that's for when I'm at 100%. So right now I need to do this, this, and this to get there. And then maybe we can have that discussion um, once I'm feeling up to it. You know, I think it opens up a really beautiful dialogue um, and healthy communication. So that would be the first thing. And you can actually do this even when you don't live with people. I think during quarantine it's um, and lockdown, it's really important when you're even just like routinely, if you have like a friend, you know, best friend or um, even like you don't live with your parents, but let's say you FaceTime with them or something, just being honest with people and saying, you know, asking them how they are and being honest about where you are at, right? So 
they ask you, don't don't say you're fine if you're you don't have fifty percent. Just be like, you know, this is where I'm at. Don't think I can handle talking about these, you know, certain topics, or I don't think I can really be on FaceTime for more than like thirty minutes or an hour today. Like I'm exhausted, or I'm doing great today, but you know, in order to just stay there, I have to do X, Y, and Z. You know, be honest with people. It opens up a really good dialogue when you are able to be self-aware because you give other people a chance to like be there for you and you give other people a chance to get to know you, right? That It's really, we're all just getting to know each other. That's, that's what life is. <laughs> we're all just getting to know each other unless you decide to keep everything to yourself. Um, okay, another rule uh, that Brene Brown offered is no harsh words and no nice words with harsh faces so when you're sorry say you're sorry and when people apologize don't accept don't accept apology with it's okay say thank you don't say it's okay when people apologize say thank you when you're living with people these sound like such weird things you're probably like what the heck no harsh words like no nice words with harsh faces like when you're living with people and locked down and quarantine, so you're really, really in tight quarters, and even when you're not, these are important, but really with the world circumstances, this is going to be very important. You don't want to um, put any more tension out there and negative negativity and um, everything than there already is, Right? Let's not be harsh to each other. Let's instead communicate where we're at and let's not say nice things but have harsh faces. Let's be honest but let's be compassionate, kind, empathetic, you know, while we're doing it even if we're not feeling 100%. When you're sorry, when you need to be sorry, say you're sorry and don't accept apologies from your household members with it's okay say thank you because it's not okay right if they did something to upset you and the reason I'm bringing these points up and why I really liked them from Brene Brown's podcast was because not only is she a genius (laughs) but but when we're living in tight quarters it's really common to just get on each other's nerves and fight and then become really mindless about your projections Sometimes we don't realize we're projecting certain emotions and feelings. Like, it's okay to have them and you should really hold space for them. Like, if your, you know, spouse annoys you or uh, your brother or sister are really just getting to you or your parents are, you know, suffocating you, whatever the case may be. It's really easy to get there, but we don't realize oftentimes how we're projecting it. So I think it's important during this lockdown to remember to stay self-aware um, with how you are projecting yourself to the people that you live with and it might feel resistant and hard and you might you know want to just it, it's easier to be mindless it really is it's so easy to be mindless you know it's it's harder to be self-aware and conscious so I just urge you to do those things and I urge you to make a plan and just communicate about where you're at with your household members okay remember <laughs> um okay so Let's get into the next thing, which is going to be the main talk for today's podcast. Um, I am so excited to talk about this. This is something that I feel really passionate about and something that I loved learning about. I loved learning about. And again, it's not for me. 
it's I, I learned about it from Brene Brown. Her big thing is empathy and self-compassion and all of that. So I think um, you guys are really going to like this. And I think this is an important thing for you to consider going into the second lockdown. So you mean to tell me that we have a second lockdown, there is still a pandemic, and we don't know who the fuck our president is yet? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. Okay, so the last point I am going to give you is to avoid comparative suffering. And when I say save the best for last, I mean I save the best for last, okay? What is comparative suffering? <laughs> uh, some of you might be like, what? What? Um, comparative suffering looks a lot like, you know, asking yourself, why am I angry right now? I should be happy. I have a job right now and so many people don't. Or maybe you said that to somebody else. That is comparative suffering. Basically, we tell ourselves and others that the emotions aren't ranked high enough. So instead of passing, they will end up metastasizing and grow into a very awful tumor that ruminates. And we just end up feeling a lot of shame and guilt and things like that as a result. Comparative suffering is awful i've had people do this to me you know where people will literally say like stop being upset you should be grateful right now and it's like whoever said i wasn't grateful it's just this is how i feel right you can't rank things like things have to be this bad for me to feel this sad you know it that's just like saying you know um uh what was i gonna say Ugh. oh i was gonna compare it to that stupid plate analogy where it's like you know, when you say you're full and then a parent or somebody watching you, you just like, um, no, finish your plate. There are kids in Africa starving and it's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true, but <laughs> like I'm full. It's the same thing. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Basically, what ends up happening with comparative suffering and when you rank um, emotions and things like that is that it invites shame, right? and invite shame it's so awful and that is why we must avoid comparative suffering because during a time like this we don't need shame on ourselves or others shame is egocentric and self-centered we often don't realize this but it is when we feel shame our inward focus overrides our ability to think about other people's experiences so we must practice empathy and self-compassion empathy is kindness to all and i'll be honest with you guys i this was a huge lifelong struggle for me right i used to just shame myself to death shame and guilt um or i should say to bed like i was just constantly beating myself up constantly constantly because you know i was in that ranking system of things have to be this bad for me to feel this way and um you know it's just so selfish it really is, and we don't realize it, but it's insanely egocentric and self-centered. And empathy and self-compassion, they're foreign to us. They're harder to reach towards. Empathy is actually kindness to all. That was my favorite thing that Brene Brown has said on her podcast. She said, empathy is kindness to all. And I might be paraphrasing it, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's so true. And I urge you all to practice this daily with yourselves and others. For example, if your friend is confiding in you about how hard it is to work during another lockdown, don't tell them, well, you're just lucky to have a job. You should be happy and grateful right now because it denies their reality. When we do when we do it ourselves, we do it to others. So let yourself and others feel during this time. I think that's just the best piece of advice going into lockdown. Like let everybody feel and experience the waves they're going to feel. Don't shame people. Don't guilt people. Don't rank their suffering because suffering is suffering, period. Lockdown is hard, man. But we did it once. We can do it again. And this time, we are way more prepared. So please, just have hope and prepare yourself. Don't put this on the back burner. You really do owe this time and preparation to yourself. These times are the universe calling for change, so we must adapt. It is possible. I mean, it is what our whole existence and evolution is about. Um, We are evolving creatures you are meant to adapt it is in your dna i promise you um just so just remember that you're meant for this it might sound fucked up it's like yes i'm meant for covid what (laughs) but it's true we are meant for change and this time is calling for change it's uncomfortable but through it we're gonna grow and life as we know it it's gone the world's never gonna be the same and we can get depressed about it or we can you know let ourselves feel that depression, but but really use it as an opportunity to shift the way we do things and the way we look at things, you know? Use the emotions to drive the changed behavior. Use the emotions as your motivation, right? I I think that's all I got for you guys. I mean really straightforward i you know just hope that some of this offered you a little bit of hope going into the second lockdown i really do think that you know again we're prepared and like i talked about last episode i think another important thing is holding your boundaries um that i didn't really talk about holding up your boundaries with family and friends like if they really do want to see you or something even for the holidays and you just don't feel comfortable don't do it don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to be you know ruminating about covid later i think we know what the guidelines are we know how to stay clean and sanitary and wear our masks and everything like that another way you can prepare yourself too is just by plan start now how are you going to plan out your shopping and things like that? You know, you can start now is the best time to start because I'm telling you guys come in December, it's going to be, it's going to be something. That's for sure. Ooh, that was nasty. I went to go breathe in, but my nose is like, you ever have one nostril that's like closed off? That's me today. Um, Yeah that's that's what i got for you guys i love you all i believe in you all please treat each other kindly if you have any suggestions for episodes that you would like on the podcast um connect with me on instagram and shoot me a dm and if you have any questions you need tools and resources feel free to reach out okay but just remember that you are all 
so full of abundance in so many ways and this quarantine this pandemic it feels like it has taken a lot away from us but i think we can gain something really beautiful out of it and i think we can gain a lot of self-awareness and i think we can gain access to a lot of parts of ourselves that we weren't able to before in the chaotic constant distracted lives we were living then it's uncomfortable to not be distracted it's uncomfortable to have free time for yourself we grow up in a world and culture and society that really really thrives off of everyone working themselves to the ground and beating themselves down with busyness but there is nothing wrong with the discomfort that comes with your free time. I think we all are going to learn so much and really settle into ourselves after this experience. I believe in all of you. Namaste.